Welcome to the Emblem Support Podcast. I am the emblem of the Azure Twins, Ordo, and he is the emblem of Acumen, Cardwiz. Build an army. Trust no one except for us. This is the Emblem Support Podcast, and my good friend Ordo, before we delve into the world of legends who have been chosen, I must first ask you, what have you been playing recently? Well, if you, well, if you have been keeping up with us, particularly me, you know, I got COVID again. Surprise. Um, wasn't as bad as last time. Basically, I was just stuffed up the entire time, but regardless, I had to stay home. And so that gave me plenty of time to catch up on a couple of games. One of these games we've already sung its praises before, and that would be um, Greatest Attorney Chronicles. I actually picked up from Case 3, finished the rest of that. And then it really is. Um, And then the next thing that I did is that I basically played through all of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online app. But, but... I've got a brand new game that I've been playing and streaming on twitch.tv slash Ordo. You may have heard of it called um, Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, I am so excited for that. I finally just beat Octopath Traveler 1 just the other day and just in anticipation of this. Uh, I'm so hyped for this game. It is so good so far because I'm still like within the beginning. I think I'm like four hours in. Um, the soundtrack has already blown me away. And the fact that the level two stories from the two characters that I have Thorne and Timonos that the levels aren't absurd. Right. And what I mean is that in the first game, because I think I started off with uh, Cyrus and Primrose or I got Cyrus and I went to get Primrose. You beat their first stories and it's just like, Oh, if you want to continue the level two story, it's like in the twenties, but you're like level eight. So you're going to have to grind a lot. But this game, it was like, okay, and but and in particular for one of the characters that I have has a split path, or at least what I believe might be a split path. It's just like, oh, it's either level six or level seventeen. And then the other guy is, oh, like level fifteen. I'm just like, oh. Okay, this game is fun. It looks amazing, especially on Steam. And it's doable. Oh, this is gonna be so great. I am excited to see how it goes. I hope it fixes the problems from the first one because the first one has one of my all-time favorite battle systems, has one of my all-time favorite soundtracks, has some of my all-time favorite looks of a game. But the fact that none of the stories really interconnected, the fact that I had to constantly be putting in low-level party members to just continue their story, even though they're like 20 levels lower than everyone else, because it doesn't level up your people on the bench. Um, oh, actually, Cardo, there's something I didn't actually tell you when we were talking um, off mic about this. Um, oh. There's these um, enemies that you can run into, and they drop like an insane amount of experience. Like, I was level eight, and I just happened to beat one of these things, and it boosted me and Timonos, or uh, Thorne and Timonos, up to level 15. They're, they might as well be like metal slimes. They did have like lucky cats in, Oct- in Octopath Traveler 1, but they always ran on the first turn, and they were basically impossible to kill in one turn unless like you were basically had built your party around finding and killing them. So you can kill quickly. Well, this game actually for the two characters that I have Thorny and Timonos, they actually have what's called like latent powers. And with the latent powers for Timonos, I guess light spoilers. I'm not going to go into any story stuff for Timonos. When you charge up one of his meters or um, I'm trying to think of how it is, there's like a little circle icon. And when it's glowing, you can, you can actually hit 
what am I playing on? Well, I'm, play I'm using the PS5 controller on Steam. So you, you hit triangle and it activates his latent power and it lets you break an enemy with whatever weapons that he has. So this thing, I forget what this yeah. creature was. It, it might've been a cat, but it spawned and you can only do one damage to it because it has absurdly high HP. Again, totally a metal slime from like Dragon Quest. And its break meter was just two. So using Timonos' latent power, I was able to break the thing instantly, and then I was able to kill it with Thorne pretty pretty quick too. That sounds absolutely wonderful. I cannot wait to play Octopath Traveler too. Yeah, it's great. I mean, if if you're if you got it on if you're unsure about it and you got a switch, it has a demo, and if you like that demo, the saved progress from the demo will actually transfer over to the main game. Dear Lord, more game companies need to use demos. I love what Square Enix is doing with those. Like, I love the first Octopath demo. I love the triangle strategy demo Octopath two demo. I loved just like, please game companies just put out more demos that transfer. Yeah. Tip of the hat to square Enix, maybe wag of the finger to maybe someone else who released an RPG recently. <laughs> <clears throat> if you know, you know, I actually don't know, but I'm slandering don't... tells of Symphonia remastered. Oh well, yeah. We could slander that all day. The... No, I, I didn't buy that by the way. <laughs> I, I would say I no wanted, one else should, no yeah. one should buy that. I wanted to buy it, but looking at like all the video essays and reviews of it, it just looks so horrifically broken. It makes me sad. It's just like, hmm, I have my GameCube copy. Maybe I just need to get a capture card that captures GameCube slash Wii game. So I can play it on stream because freaking tales of Symphonia on GameCube was so good. It should be shared with the world, but no one gets to play it because we're going to keep porting the PS2 version, which is inferior and we're each time we port it we're going to remove more and more features like voice lines yeah uh, yeah uh, it i know i know we're talking about games that we have played and we haven't played the remaster but i'm just going to say like if you're looking for a tales experience and you only have a switch then i'm going to say go for tales of vesperia definitive edition because that game's much better now it does have like the weird issue that the new content in the game isn't voiced by the original voice actors, but I mean, you know, it's still a fantastic playing game. It's still a fantastic looking game. And it has one of my favorite tales for tales main protagonist ever. It has an amazing cast. It has an absolutely outstanding story. In my opinion, I, I love the story and characters of tales of Vesperia. It's one of the best of all time. Like that and Berseria are my two favorite Tales games. I will always recommend those, even though Berseria is stuck on the PS4 forever. Yeah. And Steam. Actually, no, it's on PC yeah. too. Yeah. Currently, myself, I have been going a, a bit on the nostalgia side, mainly because it was forced upon me because, the, as we all know, the 3DS eShop is ending. So I've started downloading a bunch of games there, what I can afford. And, oh. I downloaded Revelations. I haven't started no. playing it yet, but dang it, I, ha I have the option. Don't do it. I, I can make myself play. I dude, I started trying to play Faiths to be like, okay, maybe I can try to get into it. And it's just like, I freaking hate the pair-up system. I don't think it's fun, but that's that could be a whole topic for another day. And it will. Dang it. Because right here, I'm going to announce that we're bringing back the playthrough, and we're starting no. with Fire Emblem Revelations. No, no, we're, no, no, we're not. I quit. No. I, I'm no. not. I don't want to play Fates in my off time. I don't want to make myself do it as a job. That would be even worse. Which is why we're but starting with Fire Emblem Fates Birthright. Yay. We get to play one of my favorite maps <laughs> of all of Fire Emblem there and also get to play it in another engage. Well, 
we'll talk about it in the future. Give it a few minutes in the podcast, people. Where I'm still talking about what I was recently playing because I want to talk about it. I talk. I want to talk about a game that I do like, and it's getting a sequel apparently because the Nintendo Direct happened, and we're getting a sequel to Fantasy Life of all things. Yeah, freaking level five rocked out during the Nintendo Direct recently, showing off a bunch of game- games, including a new Professor Layton game, which I'm pumped for. But the announcement of Fantasy Life: uh, The Girl in Time reminded me, like, oh yeah, I actually kind of like the 3DS game. I should play that. I should try to finish that and give it a shot. And while like the beginning of that game is rough, I do like if you if you're a person who likes crafting and that sort of thing, this is an amazing game for you because you get to play out basically 12 different job classes, but they're just jobs like you can be a chef, you can uh, be a sewer, you can be a carpenter and go out and be a hunter and a paladin and beat up things to get the supplies for these jobs. And it's a certain loop. You have to be into that kind of of game to be into the loop but i do enjoy it it is satisfying and it's very cute game it's very simple battle system i mean it's on a 3ds not even new 3ds so it's a solid cute little game that i'm surprised and very happy got a is getting a sequel yeah it looked it looked interesting but i don't think it's gonna be my type of game to play though but it is good to see that like we're getting sequels to games or at least we're getting games off of the 3ds and onto like different platforms just to only touch on the Nintendo Direct, because at this point it was a couple of weeks ago, but freaking getting uh, Botan Kytos 1 and 2 redone. They're finally releasing the game that's been done for over a year, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. We got a Pre- Metroid Prime remake announced that Shadow dropped out of nowhere and is apparently perfect. Yeah. It's like, give us the things we want. Game companies, please just give, just, just let us play the games we want on modern systems. Speaking of that, we got the freaking Game Boy and Game Boy Advance titles added to the Switch library. And they even hinted at we're getting Golden Sun and Fire Emblem. So I guess that means we at least got one prediction, right? Golden Sun's alive. Kind of. Free, sort of. Free Golden. No, listen. Free Camelot from being in Mario Sports hell. I'm so tired of Mario Sports. And I believe Camelot, from my own perspective, my own unbiased perspective is also tired of Mario sports games and they want to make golden sun because I said they want to make it. And we don't need to do a deep dive of everything that happened in the direct, but the biggest, most relative thing, you know, for this whole emblem support podcast, where we talk about fire emblem stuff, they announced the, not just wave two of the DLC. They announced what the rest of the DLC for fire emblem engages. They revealed all five of the DLC characters, including wave threes, Veronica, and Crom slash Robin. And in wave two, we ended up getting as a shadow drop. We got access to Hector, Camilla, and your favorite, Soren. Was there no one else we could have picked? No, probably not. Like, who else could they pick? If you're going to have the emblem of Acumen, who would you go with? Would, would you go with Mark? Are we going to finally bring Mark into the fold? Yes. <laughs> I will take maybe... People aren't familiar, but, but I need someone, I need you listener to Google Chris Jericho list. What you'll find <laughs> is a man standing in a wrestling ring with a gigantic pieces of paper all over the ring with him and the microphone. That is a list. That is a list of Fire Emblem characters. I would take above Soren. <laughs> He's not even popular. 
Uh, are you sure he's not popular? Because I have some poll results we'll talk about later that might suggest otherwise. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyways, back to the <laughs> DLC, though. Yes, we get three characters. We get three maps. Oh, and more importantly, we also get Sami costumes. We get bunny ears. We get fox ears. We get all of the best stuff that you could possibly ask for that we basically all demanded for to get for our Fire Emblem characters. Become as you customize them in this in the Somniel, which I greatly enjoy. Yeah, I saw everyone running around running around with that Sami costume. I was just like, <laughs> no, what have you done? <laughs> At Fire Emblem Three Houses gave us the Maid DLC and they gave us the Byleth Dancer DLC. This one gives us better stuff. It gives us Sami. Give us the Sami onesie that we all need in our lives. Praise Sami. <laughs> but let's talk about these new emblems and how they affect the gameplay and such. First off, we'll talk about Hector because he's my boy. Fire Emblem 7 for life. We get to recruit him by playing the map where he gets our mats. We get to play the poison cave and dear lord is it annoying with all of the poison and all of the reinforcements. It's it's tolerable. We can get through it, but nah, it's Gotta be careful and make sure you bring your poison heals. You can really get messed up on that map. But when you actually get the Hector character, he's very defensive oriented, which is very nice because there aren't many really defensively built characters with the emblem. So it's nice to have another one that's really dedicated to that. And his special ability does the most important thing in the world. It gives him the helicopter weapon animation. No way. Sadly, it's just like him like winding it up and then like slamming into the ground just for a second. But I haven't gotten to level 20 with anyone with him, but I, I haven't unlocked Armads, but I need to unlock Armads. I need to see him helicopter Armads. It's the thing I need most in life right now. But that is his special ability. His special ability allows him so the enemy cannot double him, I think. And it allows him so he is able to counter even when he normally wouldn't be able to. It's it's weirdly worded. I think I need to just experiment more with it to fully understand what exactly it means, but it's probably good. Fortunately, I was kind of at the end of the game when I got it. So I didn't have, I didn't give myself much time to experiment with it because I was at the end of the game. It honestly, just from that description, it makes it sound like distant counter, which is, the, which was, it's a skill in fire Emblem heroes that he, that he has. He was like the first one to have that, which means that, he could actually counter from any range, not just 1v1. He could counter like, oh, I'm sorry, not 1v1. But if you have, because um, typically in Fire Emblem Heroes, it's like, oh, a mage can attack you from one spot away, but you normally can't attack back. But units that have distant counter, like Hector first had in the game, he could counter from one spot away or right up close to you. Is it something like that? I'm not sure, because like, I feel like I tried to do that, but he didn't counter a two range, I think, but I, I, I'm not sure. It's a, it, I don't like the description of it because I wasn't clear on it. And like I said, I needed to experiment more with it. Maybe by next time I actually will have played my second playthrough of Engage. Another character we end up getting. We get your favorite character in all of Fire Emblem. We get Soren from his famous Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn map i only know this because i'm currently holding the cursed book aka the fire emblem radiant dawn premier edition prima strategy guide my hand is actually burning 
It's interesting okay. though, because he's clearly in his path of radiance attire. Yeah, but we get to have, we get to have a, another radiant dawn map. So I guess, yay. I would rather have more path of radiance maps, but sure. Whatever. And we get to have a volcano map going through a volcano to escape from some people. And the thing I like about this map is that you have to be going through this fast because the room, the entire map is filling up with smoke, which will just make it that much harder and that much more annoying and that much more powerful for Soren to just zap you with his freaking bolting tome. And oh my goodness, when you beat that map and you get that bolting tone, I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. I have gone full mortar attack by having Ivy bolting, have my dancer maybe have two dancer if I feel like using Byleth that turn and just keep bolting forever. Bolt them all for all of time and it's so much fun. I enjoy it so very much. <laughs> Bolt every last one of them. That's basically what I've been doing. And the special attack lets you do an AoE magic attack, which is also quite nice because an AoE is a worthy special attack. And finally... <sighs> We get we get the face, the most important character from Fire Emblem Fates. Azura. Miss to the camera herself. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, Ordo. You, you, you said, em, well, sorry. No, we, I mean, we, we, we don't. You said Emblem of Revelations. We don't, we don't respect it, Lance users, especially if they're lords. Sorry, barely in the ring Ephraim. Uh, I mean. No, Gee. we get everyone's favorite character who totally isn't creepy at all. We get Camilla. No. You are the ocean's gray waves. Come to me, core, and let me hug you tight. Is, Not only do we get. Azora's like, she's in the center of the key art. Right? No one cares about Azor. No one cares about the blue hair. We want the purple hair. Freaking jiggle physics. That's the most important thing in Fire Emblem. That's what the fandom cares about, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But she has she has a map. It playing the map in Engage, it did give me flashbacks, Vietnam flashbacks to playing Fates and be like, oh yeah, I remember one of the reasons why I stopped playing it because like it was this map, I believe, where Camilla was the boss and she just, just kept wrecking you with her freaking dragon waves, sending flames at you. And in this, it doesn't have it in this version of the map, but this version of the map has so many destructible structures that only she can destroy. You can't destroy them. Heaven forbid you have any control of the map. She destroys them so that only her flyers can get through or your flyers can get through, but... Well, can I cannot use his demolish skill? Uh, no, you can't. These are not destructible to you. Oh, okay. At all. I wish they were. Even more useless of a skill they gave Ike, then. Yay! She slowly destroys everything so you can finally actually get through the map, but it's a freaking long and winding map. You have to go back and forth and back and forth, and it would probably be even longer... If the fact that she actually does move to attack you, which I was very thankful for, because it probably would have had another half hour to the map, it feels like. That map took me like two and a half hours. I it, It's so long. There's so many reinforcements to deal with, so many enemy units, and uh, finally, mercifully, she will eventually charge at you with her bolt axe and set the ground on fire around you. But yeah, it is nice. It is nice to have Camilla on the squad because she does have the very useful engage skill of giving a unit that can't fly the ability to fly when they're engaged. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
And plus that bolting axe, a pretty darn nice weapon to use. You know, card was maybe we were wrong about Camilla the entire time. Just let her just go into her embrace and let her use her special ability of setting the ground on fire in a checkered pattern, which I was never able to get a really good hit off of, but I'm sure you can manipulate the map a little bit to be able to hit at least a couple of people. I wonder, can you combine that with like Roy's power? I don't think you like necessarily combine, but it's like, I'm sure like you can do the checker pattern and then you can like add just another attack, I guess. Basically have like a force field of fire around you. If you want to have all the fire, just make them go through fire and brimstone, get Corrin's ability and do the dance to allow them to have fire around them. Go for it. Just set the entire map on fire. The game gives you that option. And there's like a miasma map or two that you will want to set the entire world on fire for in that game. Oh, you know, maybe I was wrong about not buying the expansion pass before all the, all the waves are out. We will come back with more reviews and more rants about maps when we get access to Veronica and Crom uh, slash Robin. I'm curious how they're going to do a map from Heroes. Are we just going to have like a, what is it, like 8 by 12 grid? Or whatever the dimensions are. Um, Veronica was one of the main uh, focuses of the pre of uh, what are we in now? Book seven. I think book seven. Yeah, she was one of the focuses on book six. So I don't think there's any maps that really stand out in my mind from book six, and they really don't. Maybe the final, maybe maybe the final episode or the final level where you actually fought Embla, but that's really the only thing I can actually think of. It kind of makes me wonder, like, what is what, what would Robin and Corin, or Robin and Crom's map actually be? I don't know, but I am excited to find out. I'm really excited to find out what the heck Veronica's powers are going to be, because in the presentation, they were presenting like, yeah, she has the ability to summon it. It showed like a five star Ike, and it's just like, wait, what? What's happening? Are are you like going to be like a ditto? Are you going to transform into different emblems? Or I, I what are you? What's your thing? Cardus, Cardus, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm the summoner now. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> her power. I'm the summoner now. But I do wonder, like, Bill. will she? Okay, if she summons a five, like, say it's a five, it probably will be just like a quote unquote five star. But if she summons Ike, does that mean you'll have like Ike as a unit and Ike as an emblem, or will you have only one? You know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe you'll be able to summon a three-star turquoise hair archer or something like that. Maybe get that ability. Please, he's not a bondering, so I need him. <laughs> but I believe that about covers the news when it comes to the Nintendo Direct, but that isn't all the Fire Emblem news that's come out in the last month. I believe we have finally had the results of the Choose Your Legend 7 come out. <sighs> and we're going to list them all from 20 to 1 slowly. Don't listen to episode 4. We're 30 episodes past the Carters. We gotta let it go sometime. Never. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start with number 20, but we're gonna go quick. So we're gonna start with the males, but I want us to alternate. So I'll start with 20, 19, then I'll take 18, you take 17, and so on, and then we'll stop at uh Felix, okay? Sure. Number 20, Reinhardt. A Thoracia character. Don't have an opinion. 19, Tolman Kane from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE Encore. He was also number 19 last year. Number 18, Takumi. Fire Emblem Fates. Everyone's favorite character. Very happy about that. Number 17, Ferdinand Von Eyre. Actually, this one does make me a little bit sad. I feel like 
It does. If, it does. if he did, if he would have won, you know, unless they had like some can lines that were going to use for like a different alt, I don't think he'd be voiced by Billy Kometz, obviously, since he since he passed. Uh, number 16, Leo from Fire Emblem Fates. Who? Don't care. 15, Male Corin from Fire Emblem Fates. Why? Number 14, Ash from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Lock all the picks. Number 13, Leon from Sacred Stone. He's been slowly rising over the years. Number 12, Shez from Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Mel. Not a bad debut. Good job, Shez. I enjoy your character. Number 11. 11? <laughs> yeah, number 11. It's Ian Crom from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hashtag FE Encore. I will say that you all have blown it. You all could have had Crom winning and it's Ian Crom in second place. You blew it. Number 10, Sylvain. Again, why? Also, Fire Emblem Three Houses and Three Hopes. Go harass and hit on all the women. Yay. Number nine, Leaf, Genealogy of the Holy War, Thracia 776. He will never win. Number eight, Yuri from Fire Emblem Three Houses and Three Hopes. The prettiest boy does not win this year. Nope. Number seven, Black Knight from Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn. So close. Number six, Alphonse from Fire Emblem Heroes. I do not care. Number five, Sigurd from Fire Emblem Engage. I, I mean, Genealogy of the Holy War. He's from his own game? What? Apparently they gave the Ike alt his own character. <laughs> Number four, Byleth from Three Houses and Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Is he going to be silent in the Fire Emblem Heroes universe too? And number three, Felix. Why? This is this is more why than any of the other characters. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with that. I was like, I don't hate Felix, but I I wouldn't have Felix over a majority of these characters. But uh, okay. All right, now we're here at number two. What you want to talk about? Number two is Soren from Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. The best character, everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite snarky, cynical tactician who will absolutely th throw you over to the enemy if it think if he thinks it benefits him. I was definitely surprised at Soren coming in number two. I was just like, I don't. I actually had a thing where I was going through all the placement histories, but then I just kind of stopped because I thought it would make the episode too bloated. But then I was just like, why would Soren really? There's so many other characters. But on on one hand, even though I'm not a Soren fan, I do think it's kind of cool that this person and number one won since they're both tacticians. So it's going to be a kind of a cool story that they can actually be able to weave in a forging bonds conversation. And the fact that, you know, once again, it's not just someone who's a lord or a lord adjacent type character that that's actually in the top two. And it's worth noting that the top two were pretty definitively the top two with over a thousand between them and Felix. Yeah. Overall, though, this year actually had like some of the lowest votes ever. Like, I think like last year, at least I feel like this year had like the shortest time in between like the Choose Your Legends. Like it only went for seven days. And I feel like the other ones went for at least a little bit longer. I, I have to admit, I only voted five times. Yeah, well. I'm ashamed. You should be as Dorcas is upset with you. I, I vote. I did throw my Dorcas vote out there as I always do. And lastly, is this one your call or my call? I'll call it. This is Robin male Robin from fire and awakening. I think this is a warranted one. It's important character pr protagonist character who isn't awful. Yeah, he works. I think, I think the, like, you know, as more characters end up winning, uh, choose your legends or at least coming up in the top two that more more of these characters are going to be kind of sort of funneled in so if you were a major crom and robin fan and and crom won last year i guess you could say the same with lucina 
guess what? You can't vote for any any Crom or any Lucina or Masked Marth for whatever weird reason. I can't imagine why. So that's going to funnel more of those votes into a character like Robin. And uh, yeah, again, he's he's been consistently in the top 10 for uh, just about every single year, except maybe the year that like three houses came out. He may have dipped like in like the bottom half of the uh, the top 20. But yeah, he's always been there. So it was it was an, it was an inevitability. I think it's going to be cool. One of the, one of the big things about this is like people are probably voting by game and voting for the, probably their favorite character from that game. And if people voted for Path of Radiance because it's their favorite, they've already got Ike in there. So next logical choice is probably Soren with Oikney. If they got Krom in there, then the next logical choice is Robin. Yeah. So that's the big reason to get those votes. So between Soren and Robin, like, do you have any predictions for what their costumes could be? I think Soren will wear a black cloak. I think Soren will actually have, because we saw this with Lysithia. With Lysithia, they gave her the third tier costume. Uh, is it the Grimoire or Grim Noir? The, the Grimoire, the Masterclass? Yeah, the Masterclass. So they gave her the Masterclass, but in her own like Lysithia color scheme. And I think for Soren, I can't remember what the very top, I can't remember what the third tier for Radiant Dawn is. But I think it's the Wind Sage. And I believe that's the one where he has the white coat. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to give Soren here. Don't forget Path of Radiant Sages. Also get that fancy knife. Everyone's favorite thing to do. Give Soren a physical weapon. Oh, we don't talk about knives. We don't talk about knives (laughs) in that game. (laughs) They were so bad that it took them until like what? Fire Emblem Fates to return? Pretty much. And they finally fixed them and made them useful in that game. Yeah. Uh, that, okay, that I'll I'll say one thing. Nice thing about Fire Emblem Fates, I do enjoy the freaking throwing knives and shurikens. There, I said a nice thing about Fates. <laughs> Careful now. One thing about Sword, I think they I think they might hint at something. I think they might give him maybe some dragon accents, possibly. Oh man, yeah. that'd be sweet. Yeah, possibly fit with his character arc, which we might go into a little bit later. There actually is one more thing that. I'm going to I'm going to predict for Soren, and I'm going to predict this based on just past patterns and stuff. But I think he's going to be drawn by Radiant Dawn's artist Kita Sinria, who is Ooh. undefeated, undefeated in character art. Um, Radiant Dawn art is so <sighs> Radiant Dawn Path of Radiance art that is so good. Uh, yeah, I know you're not much into Heroes card was, but if you ever look up like artist like art drawn by Kita Sinria, she's even drawn some characters that aren't from. Um, Radiant Dawn, like Carla from Fire Emblem Seven, and she looks amazing. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I guess we get up to Robin, which I think Robin's going to be a pretty easy one. I'm going to make this prediction. I believe that this Robin's going to have the Levin Sword, and that's just based on the fact that, other than like I believe the Christmas Robin from like the very first year of this game, his alts are either a Grima based one or. He's a partner or he's partnered with Krom and Krom's the main unit for that. Or he's a magic user. And because when they added Gangrel in the game, who his weapon actually is the Levin sword. He actually doesn't use a Levin sword. He uses the Levin's dagger, which is something they made up for him for heroes. Even though he has the Levin sword on his, on his like belt, he uses a dagger instead. So because of the influence of smash, Robin is absolutely going to have the Levin sword here. And I predict that he's going to be in his master tactician clothes. And I'm going to do one more. He's going to be drawn by uh, Kozaki Yusuke. 
We shall see. I'm, I'm surprised to learn he hasn't used his love and sword because like that is his signature weapon, I think of. But all right, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But that is just the male half of the Choose Your Own Legends round seven. Who are the heroines who have managed to get selected? Start with number 20, Petra from Fire Emblem Three Houses and Three Hopes. Awesome character, but with Awakening here, we're probably not going to see as many Three Houses characters in these polls, but we'll see. Number 19, we have Ingrid, also from Three Houses. No real opinion on her. Surprised to see her above Petra. I would have thought Petra had a much bigger following than Ingrid. Oh, well. Number 18, Sita from Fire Emblem 1, Fire Emblem 3, Fire Emblem 11, Fire Emblem 12. <laughs> she's in a lot of games, okay. And she's engaged. And she's in Tokyo Mirage. No, it's not the version of her. But yeah, um, number 18, it, Sita. Give Martha's lady love. Agreed. Number 17, Nino from The Blazing Blade. She's doing her best. Number 16, Mia from Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. And she is always in the top 20. <laughs> the people love a purple haired sword lady consistently go back to like choose your legends one then two then three then four then five then whatever she's in the top 20 every single time number 15 lalina from the binding blade yeah she's all right she's got a number of alts in this game but uh you know she doesn't have that uh winning spot with roy does she Give me an, an American version of Binding Blade. Give it to me. Give me a translation so we can vote Lelina in, among other things, I guess. Number 14, Chez Female from Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Fire Emblem fans love purple-haired girls with swords. That's true. Number 13, Freja from Fire Emblem Heroes. She had such a following in Book 4, and she's actually a pretty good character. Book 4 was actually really good. Um, I'm surprised that she's actually not higher, though. Number 12, Dorothea from Fire Emblem Three Houses and Three Hopes. I'm going to be honest. If you told me around the time Three Houses came out that Dorothea wouldn't have won this poll already or at least been consistently like top five, I would have been shocked. I, I believe she might have fallen from last year, but I can't remember. Number 11, Subasa and Seda from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hashtag FE Encore. She's actually moved up. I remember her being, I want to say like 18 or 19 last year. So she's slowly moving up. Give, give Tokyo Mirage Sessions the respect. We've got no new units from that game since they, since they came out. I was about to say, has there been a new Tokyo Mirage Sessions unit? But you just answered the question. There we go. No, kind of bouncing back to like the males. Um, Toma and Kane uh, were 19 last year as well as this year. And they were the only ones in the top 20 that are not in the game still. Number 10. Anna from Fire Emblem Awakening, specifically Fire Emblem Awakening. Give her money. I have a feeling with their fan base, I think uh, Engage Anna might surpass Awakening Anna, but I'm, I'm curious about those results. See, the thing is, is that Anna actually could have won years ago, but the problem is, is that people were voting for like every single different Anna. And this was before, okay. Each Anna is a different character. They're not the same person. It's like a nurse Jenny and or a nurse joint officer Jenny situation where they look the same, but they're actually not the same person. So when people were voting Marth Shadow Dragon and Marth New Mystery of the Emblem, eventually they just combine those votes because they're the same person. But the Annas are not the same person. If you want Anna to win, then you all need to decide to vote for one specific Anna. Next up. We have Thaja from Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, no real thoughts on her. She's 
kind of been in the top top 20 before she's fallen out of the top 20 before she's here and there, I guess. I doubt she'll ever win, but she, she's always going to be in that top 20 air around there. Number eight. And my prediction has been broken. I predicted that she would actually come in at number six. So I wasn't too far off, but Alencia from path of radiance and radiant dawn. I would have thought she would be a little bit higher based on my same theory I have with Soren, but I guess people like Soren more than Alencia. Sorry. Sorry, Ordo. Yeah. Well, that's okay because like a couple days ago or was it a couple days ago? Oh, this previous, basically in a newer banner that like just came out a few days ago, she actually got a brand new alt. <laughs> so I didn't. So, Hey, we won anyway, because she looks amazing. She's queen Alencia from radiant dawn and she's a staff, an offensive staff user. She's amazing. I still haven't pulled her, but Hey, Hey, we won. So it's good. Next up, Sharena from Fire Emblem Heroes. No thoughts on Sharena. Kind of, kind of the same thing with Alf- Alphonse. She's here. She's a friendly, fun character, but I, I don't get her really. I, you know, it's the problem that I think she has is uh, the same thing that Alphonse is that there's no real, there's no real way to make her base um, powerful. Like if I take a character like the Great Powerful Virian, I can make. I can take one Virion, combine him with another Virion, Virion plus one, plus two, plus three, until I get plus 10. With Alphonse, um, Sharena, and Anna, you can't do that. So I think people are trying to vote them in so we, they can get a more, they can get a better version of these characters that aren't like a seasonal alt. Because there are seasonal alts of Sharena and Alphonse, but no way to power up their regular versions. Number six, Hilda from Fire Emblem Three Houses and Three Hopes. Doesn't surprise me she's this high. Hilda. Maybe she will get one one day, but yeah. We have the power of Hilda Hilda. Next up, Azura, number five from Fire Emblem Fates. Otherwise known as the Emblem of Revelation. No, 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 no. Sadly, she's like, like we, let's just put Camilla in the spot and say, we just do that. Let's just get rid of Azura. There's already an alt that Camilla has of Azura's dress. Really? <laughs> you know, a, few, a few years ago, there was a, uh, I know we're kind of going off here, but like, um, I can't remember what it was about, but it was like, it was a legendary Azura with an outfit that kind of looks like her mother's, uh, Corin male, Corin female in a, basically the same version of Azura's dress. Um, a kid Azura was like a freebie from the Tempest trials. And then you had Camilla for some reason, who was basically in the, in a version of her dress, but had like purple accents on it and was actually a different version of Camilla. Like there's a, there's a line where, because if you tap the screen, you know how they say stuff to you. Mm-hmm. Um, this version of Camilla is like, she's like, lay your head in my lap. What? This is it's like, oh, so you're, so you're trying <laughs> to rehabilitate Camilla's char- character. It's too late for right. that. It's too yeah, late. Sorry, Camilla. It's too late. The only way to rehabilitate her character is to really enjoy her engage abilities. And I do like a bolting axe while flying. It's true. Maybe Camilla's not that bad. No, he's getting brainwashed. I should play Fire Emblem Fates again. Maybe for a uh, for a podcast, maybe. Number four. Number four. <laughs> Robin from Fire Emblem <laughs> Awakening, the female version. Male Robin's still more popular than her, but it's like it's not a bad model or anything. I don't. I don't hate it. The problem with female Robin is that she has no normal version of her in the summoning pool at all. Really? She only has. Um, a version of her that's Grima. Um, then she has a Halloween alt, 
a beach alt, a Valentine's alt, and her regular version is a grand hero battle unit, which looks terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no version of her that's actually in the game still. That is a, um, that's a, like, any symbols of a normal version of her. Number three, Bernadetta in an upset because I'm kind of surprised that she has not gotten one or two in all of her years. Cause she is, I think she, it feels like she's been two or three going into those final weekends of the votes every single time. Yeah. A lot of people are going in for uh Bernadetta and I'm trying to think, cause I think she finished three last year. <laughs> I think someone said she's going to be the new Martha and Crom <laughs> where she's going to be that close, but she's never going to win. Cause you know, the engaged sweep is coming up next year. Yep. Engage is going to be coming and coming on hard. Vote for ETA. Oh, ETA, huh? Why, why Why would you vote for ETA when you knock us right there? Hiya, papaya. Hiya, papaya. Hiya, papaya. Uh, poor Bernadetta was so close. Just over 100 votes shy. Moving on, though. Um, number two, female Corrin, Fire Emblem Fates. Yep. It was about time Corrin finally got up there. And female Corrin is by far the choice. Sorry, number 15, male Corrin. Yeah, like, I, I I don't hate female Corrin outside of Fates. Outside of Fates, Corrin's actually really nice. She's actually... Her abilities were very useful and engaged. It helped me do my Mega Tank Louie build. Thank you very much, Corrin. She is actually on my number two team. And she's like a... I basically use that team as a defensive team. And she actually has the ability to um, reduce attacks and like it's really good she's really good it's her legendary alt version and number one thank you for leaving this to me with a name i don't know how to pronounce gulvig 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 i was gonna call her gulvig anyway there's two big reasons why she won yeah i am out of the loop how the heck is this character who isn't in fire emblem outside of the app number one well you see cardwish she has a very deep and complex character as she's only been in the game for two months. So Cardwis, can you just All right. look up? You're, you're, you're selling me. You're just, selling me so far. Just look up her design. Ah, dang it. Okay. Live reactions. Yeah. Put, put, put it in. You might want to put it in, in, in incognito. Mode. Emblem heroes. Bloody hell. Yeah. Listen, until I was doing the thumbnail, for this video, I didn't even realize she had a staff in her hand. So there's two big reasons why Gulliveg won. Oh, she does? Yeah. It's either a staff or a sword, but yeah. Gulliveg, not really much to say. You horny fans, she's won. She's only covering half. I know. You horny fans, you won. You won. I hope you're happy. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I'll say about Gulliveg, though. Fire Emblem uh, Heroes characters... The last one to even like even place top two is Veronica. So, so we can expect Golveg in a wave five of DLC. Uh, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Maybe no, but like, you know, the fire, Emblem, the character, the actual original characters from fire, Emblem, fire Emblem heroes don't typically do that well in the choose your legends polls and listen, face it. The horny fans won. whatever it is, what it is. Uh, she's going to get an alt. I can't tell you what her alt will be based off of. Um, no predictions there since there's not really much to go off on her. Oh, I forgot to do Corrin's prediction for her. 
because all her versions, including alts, are her transforming into a dragon. She's probably going, she may be a sword unit. I wouldn't be surprised if she had one of the weapons from one of her uh, siblings. Has she not had a Dato yet? A who? Her sword. I, I know. Oh, Yato. Sorry. I thought you said, I thought you said yeah. dot. Oh, <laughs> like, like a Dato. What? Yeah. I, I think I said Dato. I might've said Dato. Now, typically Melkorn's the one that has the sword in all of his, well, not all of his versions, but he typically has it in his. No, I guess he has just as many dragon transformations as she does. But no, she doesn't have any version of her that's actually a sword sword version of her. So I'm going to say that uh, they're going to pull from Fire Emblem Cipher because this actually doesn't exist in Fire Emblem Fates. She's going to be the Valette Noble because in Conquest, her upgrade her upgraded class is Nor Noble. In Birthright, her upgraded class is the Hoshido Noble. For the third path revelations in Vala, there actually isn't a class for that, but they did make constant. They actually did make art for it and incorporated that art into the Fire Emblem Cypher game. So I'm going to say she's going to be the Valet Noble and she's going to have the Omega Yato or whatever the final version of the Yato is. Can't wait to play Revelations so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's really not much to say about Gullivag here. Sadly, with a character from Heroes, we don't get to experience a full traditional support with them. We don't get to really get to know the characters as well as we would in a normal game, but luckily we do have other characters to pick supports from. Uh, Carter, you didn't tell me who your support was for, for female corn. (laughs) What have you done? What have you done? I think we'll do a support between female corn and Takumi. You bastard. You take it back. I do not. We will have a conversation between my favorite character from that game because he's an annoying son of a gun sniper. I will t- I'll give I'll give Takumi this. As a unit, amazing. He's amazing as a unit. I dig Takumi in that, he, right? Also He's so strong with such a cool, unique weapon. Also, let me throw a little shade at Takumi as well, or Takumi, whatever you call him. In, uh, Takumi, Takumi, whatever. In his C support with Kagero, he pisses himself. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Uh, fire emblem fates. Don't you just gotta <laughs> love it? <laughs> Anyways, so we're gonna do your support first, right? I believe so. All right. Do you want Takumi or Corin? Do you feel like being grumpy today? Yeah, I can be fuss. I can be fussy, Takumi. It might be a little bit easier in my voice too. Here we go. The C support. Hello, Takumi. Hmm. Uh, Takumi, I, I, I said hello. Yeah, I heard you. You need something? Well, I guess I don't need anything, but I was just hoping we could chat or something. Yeah, the thing is, I'm busy right now. Practicing, can't you see? Yeah, I can't see that, but it seems you just don't care to get to know me at all. You hit the nail on the head. I know I should trust you since we're siblings, but we were raised worlds apart, so we really don't have much in common after all. I see. You remember, of course, our shared history and that we're fighting for the same cause. And you remember, of course, that you grew up with the enemy. Be that as it may, surely I've proven my loyalty by now. There's got to be a way to convince you. Hmm. How would you feel about training me on the bow? I don't see the point. 
well, it'll give me the chance to get to know each other a little bit. And then in the next battle, I can more efficiently demonstrate my loyalty. Very well. You get one shot at this, understand? If you start slowing me down, I'm out of here. I'll do my best to keep up. Thank you, Takami. <laughs> we'll see. Takami being a jerk, Corrin wanting to be friends. Just, there, some weird dialogue in there. I don't love Corrin saying, I can more efficiently uh, demonstrate my loyalty. That's such a weird way to word it. And I say it's weird because that's how I would say it. But that's not a normal way to say that. Takumi in his dislike of Corrin is completely justified, by the way. Yeah, kind of got his mom killed. Spoiler alert for early game fates. Yeah, I mean, like, here it is, this person. And again, he says in the support, you grew up with the enemy, people that they've constantly been at war with. So when Corrin shows up and then their mother dies, and it's only because Corrin showed up, like, how else is Takumi supposed to feel? Like, I feel like, oh, man, oh, gosh, I'm giving Takumi credit. Oh. Yeah, it, they, there is a logical reason for this barrier to be there. But yeah, the wonderful thing about a sport is that we get to see how that barrier breaks down. Yeah, so and it's going to be done very well, right? Of course, we'll find out in the B. Corin, your arm is too slow. Raise it three degrees. Also, bend your right knee another six degrees. What are you doing? Never take your eyes off the target. Hey, I'm I'm doing my best. Just give me a moment to concentrate. What was that? Who asked for help? Don't tell me you're already whining. No, I, I can do this. We're at war. I can't give up now. Fine. I guess we can take a break. Whew. I must admit I am grateful for the rest. It's harder to bend a bow than I imagined. Well, of course. Did you think it'd be easy? To be honest, sort of. But that's only because you make it look so easy, talking to me. Are you being sarcastic? No, I mean that. Watching you, it looks so effortless. But when I pick up a bow, I realize that I need to work on my stance, my strength, my coordination. Still, I've already improved. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, you are making progress. But make no mistake, you've got a long way to go. Of course. So why don't we get back to work? Very well. Okay, get in position. Take a deep breath. Slowly pull back. What happened? Ah, sorry, my hand slipped. Ah, damn, I'm bleeding. How bad is it? Not bad. I'll be fine. Let me see. Nope, you're done for the day. But I can keep practicing. This is my chance to learn from you. I said you're done. You can't hit anything with an injury like that. And besides, you'll get other chances. Do you mean that talking to me? I'd be really grateful for the opportunity. All right, I guess I'll go get this bandage up. Maybe I pushed her too hard. Oh my goodness, Takami being nice. No. It... Yeah, that, that's nice. That's him being nice. No. That counts. <laughs> He's showing he cares about his sister. Oh. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, but that's all I need from a beast sport. I in. I thought that was good progression, actually. I'm surprised. I like that a lot more than the C. Yeah. Maybe I need to use a second seal to reclass and corn into an archer onto the A. Hey, what are you doing with that bow? I thought I told you to lay off until your hand heals. 
I know I'm not practicing. I'm just polishing and adjusting the tension. I just feel restless not being able to practice. You're really getting into this, aren't you? You know, I am. It was devastatingly hard at first, but you're a good teacher. I do hope I'm coming along fast enough and not just wasting your time. Don't worry, you're not. Really? No, you're actually really talented. As much as I hate to do this, I have to apologize. Uh. I've seen your dedication to Hoshida with my own two eyes. So please forgive me for doubting you in the first place. I'll gladly continue your training as soon as you're ready. Oh, thank you, Takumi. I'm so glad you gave me the chance. You're welcome. Oh, and by the way, take this. It's a salve that might help your hand heal faster. Oh, great. I've been dying to get back to work with you. Me too, Corrin. Right, like, I don't, don't know if it advanced much more past the B, but like it was good. We got Takumi to actually apologize for being a jerk, and it felt warranted. Yeah, getting Takumi to, to apologize for anything is just like, oof, monumental task. That was a solid CBA sport, weak C, but solid to good B and A. I'd probably give that a a three. Yeah, it was like that was a good support. But stop talking about it. But but card was. <laughs> this uh, is yes order. This is Fire Emblem Fates. Oh yeah, Fire Emblem Fates. That uh, I can't believe I was so mean to that game. Why was I so mean to it? That's. Maybe I do really do need to give it another chance. With If it has a good CBA support like that. There's an S support. The, there's, there's a what? An S support. But, but, they're, but they're brother and sister. Onto the S. Yes, I finally did it. D- did you see that? <laughs> yep. I'm right here. No need to shout. Oh, but- but I hit the target 10 times in a row. Can you believe it? Of course. Like I said, you're talented, but you still have a lot to learn. Hit the target 100 times in a row, then I'll get excited. Hit a moving target on the battlefield, and I'll bow down before you. You're right, of course. I have a long road ahead of me. You do, but I'll be there to guide you down the path. Like it or not, you're stuck with me now. You mean it? Thank you, Takumi. You're welcome. Although... There is something else I wanted to talk about. Yes? This may not be easy to hear, but I have to get it off my chest. I really like you. Oh, that's great to hear. I mean, you seem to hate me so much at first. No, I I like you. Like, I love you. Huh? I know, I'm sorry. I I never meant for this to happen. You, You know, right? Remember how surly I was to you? No, talk to me, but this isn't... I know what you're thinking, but before you say anything, you should read this. Huh? A letter? Yes, from Queen Makoto. It explains the circumstances. <laughs> Continue the support. Continue the good support. Specifically, it says you are not the child of King Sumeragi. I'm not. <laughs> but how? What about Sakura and Ryoma, Hinoka? Sumeragi was my father, and theirs all as well, but he wasn't yours. And how long have you had this letter without telling me? The queen gave it to me when you returned to Hoshido, but I only opened it recently. She said to read it if I ever worried about who I was in love 
<laughs> oh no, I've lost my players. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> At the time, it seemed bizarre, but she did have the gift of prophecy. She must have known that someday I would fall in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was faded. <laughs> <laughs> Then you're telling the truth. <laughs> the letter says she brought you to Hoshido as an infant seeking help. And so father took her in and you as well, even knowing you were not his child. Having fallen in love with your mother, he decided he would raise you as his own. But it was not long before he loved you as much as any of us. He did all this, even died for me, knowing I was another man's. Then he was my father. Whatever my blood. But the question remains, who was my real father? It, um, it doesn't say. Oh. I'm sorry. I struggle with whether or not to tell you any of this. <laughs> After all, now that you know, we can never go back to being siblings. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't simply pretend to be your brother for the rest of my life. Especially not the way I felt about you. It's shameful, I know. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm glad you told me. So, does this change anything about your feelings toward us, I mean? Dot, dot, dot. No. In the short time we spent together, I feel I've gotten to know you all so well. I care for you. We may not be family but you are still very precious to me. I can't tell you how relieved I am to hear you say that. Although, there is one change. My feelings for you are no longer forbidden. I love you too, Takumi. What? When you said that you liked me, my heart started racing, but I didn't want it to show because I didn't know about Father. <laughs> Everything is so confusing. That's right. In a confusing world, we must cling to the few fragments of truth we share. And the truth is that I love you, Corin, and you love me. Let's build a future on that. Yes, I, I think you're right. Let's give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> then is, this is what transitioned into that the CGI image. <clears throat> if you were aiming for my heart, you struck true. This was meant to be. <laughs> this is the stupidest oh. thing I have ever read in my life. Is that life. what the S stands for? Stupid? It's like, oh. I would expect it to be bad fan fiction, and they this is the stupidest written thing I've ever read. I hate this. I love this. This is so stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> this is real. This is in a <laughs> Nintendo published game. <laughs> Oh. Oh. 
they went out of their way to justify incest in their game by, oh, here is this mysterious letter that my mom left me that I was only to read if I fell in love with my sister. Uh, I don't know who your dad is. Don't worry about it. Here's the thing, though. It's, it wasn't just if I fell in. He says, let me let me scroll back up. Here he goes. He says, <laughs> uh, I have tears in my eyes, so it's making it hard to see. <laughs> the queen gave it to me when you returned to Hoshido, but I only opened it recently. She said to read it if I ever worried about who I was in love with. So it could be like, talk to me. He's worried because he's in love with Oboro and Oboro's his retainer. But thank God, but thank goodness, or thank Dawn Dragon, that Makoto gave me this letter. And so you open the letter, it's a, and it's Korin's entire history. It's just like, well, what does this have to do with? Oh, no, Makoto. By the way, uh, by the way, to my knowledge. Yeah. This letter yeah. thing exists for the other siblings or step siblings as well. I would assume it feels like this is, it feels like this is something that should have been a part of the main story. Not uh, something you get. If you want to bleep your sibling. <clears throat> oh, Oh, this is the stupid. This is one out of five. This is one. horrifically stupidly bad. One out of five for stupidity. Five out of five for being probably the most whole, most I've ever laughed and choked uh, at a support conversation. I, what is this? This is in a Nintendo game. You know, the childhood family friendly thing with the Marios and the Zeldas, the adventures. And, oh, you, you can be a fox shooting stuff in space. And also you can fall in love with your step sibling and it's totally justified. Or not, just fall in love with your sibling because it turns out you're bare, you're not even step siblings. I think you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. They're, they're not related any whatsoever. There is no blood you can bone. That's the letter. Is here's your free letter. Bone your stepsister who isn't really your sister. Uh, <sighs> oh, they gave me the good laugh that I needed for today. And I believe that'll wrap us up for this episode of the Emblem Sport Podcast. Ordo, what do you think we will be talking about next time? Well, this is an episode that we had lined up for last year, and then, you know, things happened. Uh, we've actually already got the show notes already done for this, obviously. So it shouldn't be too much, too much after this episode comes out. But we're going to be looking at Fire Emblem Echoes. Again, it was supposed to be the five-year anniversary for that. Uh, now it's gonna be closer to the six year anniversary. So, Hey, it is what it is, but yeah, we're gonna be talking about that game. I'm excited. If you want to hang out more with us, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Godwiz. I will be starting a playthrough of soccer war. So long, my love. And I'm currently back to doing fire emblem randomizers. Dear Lord, the Merlinus map and a randomizer can be hell when you're facing a bunch of freaking wyverns all the time. Stop going after Merlinus. <laughs> what about that Twitter? Find me at Katie Corley. Awesome. Good stuff. You can find me at Plan Ordo on Twitter. Um, and I'm actually resuming streaming. I'm going to be streaming Octopath Traveler 2. And I'm dipping my toe back into Gundam because Gundam always has a death grip on me. Over at twitch.tv slash Plan And of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Emblem Supports. So with all that said, chapter complete.